This is Harry Hog Football, the original Redskins fans podcast. On today's show, we talk about the Redskins blockbuster trade for the number two pick. We talk about signings in free agency and the debacle with the cap space. This and much, much more live with Aaron, Josh, and John. Yo, 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 what's up, y'all? Yo, 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 what's happening? Yo, 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 yo what's up? What's happening? What wow. is happening? Wow. Oh, my goodness. There's, like, a whole lot going on. Oh, my. We wow. went from nothing happening to everything hitting the fan in, like, 36 hours. You hour know period. what this team needs? More cowbell. Wow. Uh, Maybe a redskin bell. <laughs> well, there's that too. Uh, uh, dudes, I cannot believe all this stuff. We don't even have time for chit-chat. We need to get right into it here. Okay. We, we've got so much to talk about. For, of course, we do have to begin with a welcome to Harry Hog Football, episode 284, the original Redskins fans podcast. And That's right. thank our longtime benevolent sponsor, David Lee of David Lee Legal Services in Williamsburg, David Virginia. Lee, David Lee. Yes. Thank you, David Lee. What is that? His new jingle? It is. It's kind of like, Kathy Lee, Kathy Lee. Isn't, isn't that the Sarah Lee jingle? David Lee, David Lee. No, nobody doesn't like David Lee. <laughs> nobody doesn't like David Lee. <laughs> Aaron Neville. Aaron Neville. Thank you, Aaron. Thanks for visiting our podcast again this week. Don't make me play that song again. David Lee Lee Legal Services. Guys, I can't believe it. We basically, we were in the taint of the offseason. We took off sort of an extra week between the podcasts here. And look at everything that's happened. Like when we last talked, it was like we were scraping the bottom of the barrel for Redskins news and things to talk about. And you know, it all comes down to one man. Peyton Manning. David Lee. (laughs) <laughs> oh peyton manning oh yeah yeah it comes down to peyton manning dude we're... peyton manning gets released he says oh well i guess you could say the danny and alan the bruce and all those guys are like hey peyton why don't you fly on over to washington and come see what's going on there and uh peyton manning was just like <laughs> he was like smell you later uh, it's yo home, smell you later. Peyton Manning was like, dudes, if you wanted to talk to me, you should have come down and talked to me at Duke University. I worked out there in all the month of February. Didn't you see that awesome, awesome high definition film of me throwing? My shoulder's fine. My neck feels great. Um, great. Didn't you see that tip? My arm that, has uh, all that strength back. That, that tip I left the waiter at the Angus barn, that guy posted my receipt on the online. I mean, come on. Dude, that was so weak that guy got fired. It's like there's so many stories about jerk guys like Tiger Woods and Michael Jordan that'll be like, you want a tip? Get another job. <laughs> and then someone's just like, look how cool Peyton Manning is. Well, what was and the, the boss is like, look how cool you are. You're Dude, fired. he had like a $600 meal 
they already included an 18% tip and he tipped like another 200 and some dollars. Dang, sweet. Yeah, which is the exact opposite of some of those guys. Like I said, like Michael Jordan, you know, guys like that. Tiger Woods are known to be like super cheap ass tippers. It makes me wonder who he was with for a 600 and some dollar meal. Probably I mean, everyone he was working out with at Duke. The, they do have quite a wine cellar there, so I don't know if he's, uh, you know, maybe drank a $500 bottle of wine. Can you see Peyton Man- Manning sitting at a table by himself at, like, a really fancy steakhouse? <laughs> by himself. I can't see a really fancy steakhouse being named Angus Barn. Dude. I can. It's North Carolina. It's called the Angus Barn, the it's Beef Durham. Eater's Haven. <laughs> it's Durham. The I've been there like No offense times. to Durham. I love Durham. Josh, well, you're a vegetarian. Why would you go to the Angus Barn? In my meat-eating days, I'll tell you, I had a really good steak at the Angus Barn. All right. Return anyway, to the dark anyway, side. Anyway, but not so about Peyton Manning, dude. To the dark side. All right. The whole time they were talking about Peyton Manning, everywhere I turned, dude, I heard you guys are going to sign Peyton Manning. I'm like, no, they're not. And apparently no they were seriously pursuing him. They Well, the Redskins were seriously pursuing him. But Peyton Manning wasn't going to give the Redskins the time of day, except maybe, maybe just to make his price go up for the teams he really wants to go to. Like, I don't know, maybe Miami. Denver. Maybe Denver, maybe Arizona. Um, But in any event, we don't need to talk about him because he ain't coming here. I just want to say one thing to him, though. Thank you, Peyton Manning, for blowing off the Redskins because I do not want a 36-year-old broken neck Hall of Fame quarterback there. Oh, now, if you were Agreed. a 26-year-old, non-broken neck Peyton Manning, please come to Washington. I would, I would take have a taken 36-year-old. Pey- I would have taken Peyton Manning, yeah. but we would have had to have lost Kyle Shanahan. Peyton Manning would have had to run his own offense. That's okay. That's what I say. That's all right. All right. See you, Kyle. John, you would have uh, taken what Peyton com- Manning? Absolutely, but it comes down to what I've been saying since last year. He's never going to play again. He's He's never never going to play again. Peyton Manning is never going to play in the East. He might play one game, maybe. (laughs) Maybe. He's never, ever going to be anywhere near as good as he was. Not with this neck injury. I'm telling you, it's like damn Bo Jackson and his hip. And his hip. We're going to see a shadow of him in Miami or wherever he is. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Okay. Whatever team gets him. Thinks that it's going to be awesome, and you know, and and it's going to be very, very obvious very quickly that he can't do it anymore. Dude, I think he's going to these teams, and we won't talk about him anymore. But he's like, all right, who's got the beefiest offensive line? Okay, that's where I'm going. Yeah, right. Um, who's got the beefiest? Well, enough about <laughs> Peyton Manning. Since we didn't get him, of course, we made the blockbuster trade that I kept trying to text John and Josh about late Friday night, and I was not getting any responses. That's because I was, like, lying on the floor, flabbergasted. Uh, I was asleep. <laughs> uh, and then I began to call them non-fans after a while. <laughs> I woke up the next morning, and I saw the messages, and that was, like, the last ones at, like, 11.59 p.m., and it's, like, non-fan. <laughs> Dude, I, I was, was like, pretty excited about I knew you thing. were. You you were totally pumped. You and so many other people out there. Like Bulls um, with City Swag, Desmond C. Lee changed his avatar to like this RG3 looking uh, uh, Redskins colored tune paint. He thing. said he changed his beforehand like in anticipation, I believe. <clears throat> um, 
So do you, do we have the details? I've got some of them. Do you guys have them in front of you, or do you want me to start talking? I've memorized the details. <laughs> Aaron Aaron is so pumped about this trade, and 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 I'm gonna I won't start. Uh, let me throw in before we start. When I first heard about this trade, I was like, "You have to be effing kidding me! This is totally asinine." That was my first initial reaction. However, Aaron, on paper, it is asinine. So all right, start. I have to say, all right, it started last week when I emailed uh, Bruce uh, Allen, Allen the Bruce, and said, Bruce. do whatever you need to do to get RG3. I think he has the goods. You have my blessing. Aaron from Harry Hawk Football. Because Aaron said, does have his personal cousin. email Thank address. You, cousin. That's he right. didn't even write me back this time like he did when I wrote him about how Larry Michael sucks. You have my blessing. <laughs> But anyway, so I what think happened? He was a little busy, though. Uh, as we know, he was busy. Yeah, he was busy, you know, doing my bidding, apparently. Because <laughs> I didn't mean Cause. trade everything. I was like, all right, I was thinking that they might He's trade. He's like, boys, Aaron said trade the house. <laughs> I was thinking that he would trade maybe two first rounds and maybe two seconds or something like that. Right. Not three. But then I looked at it the other way. <clears throat> You know, like, Three all right, first round picks. we are swapping first round picks and then giving right. them two first round picks. That's right. If you look at you it gotta that point way. Out, you got to point out that this actually all started because all of the cards were being held by the St. Louis Rams. You got to point that out first. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And they are getting a heck of a deal out of this. Holy Dudes. crap. I, all I'm saying is, you know, that their, uh, their general manager, what's his name? Les Sneed. He basically. <laughs> sounds like a sneeze. Less need. Bless he you. basically Bless was you. like, "Look, dudes, we got to get something good out of this. Look at our crappy dome here. <laughs> we got to get right. something." Out. He was like, "We got to get Norton something out Jones of this." <laughs> we're, about, we're about to move to. Los <laughs> he Angeles. said, "We got bad investment, uh, 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 you know, consultation on the Edward Jones dome here. No one comes into the games because everyone likes baseball and are slightly racist." <laughs> he said, "Look, let's get Washington, Cleveland, and Miami on the phone and tell them they got to make their best offer." They were on the phone because the beauty of this trade, and if you Man. listen to um, Alan the Bruce, it always messes me up because since you called him that. If you Bruce. listen to Bruce Allen talk about it, he says he, he speaks carefully knowing that he could get Andrew Luck with this also. This is true. There is a very slight possibility it could end up being Andrew Luck, which would make me a little bit happier. But either way, he's getting... One of the top two quarterbacks in the draft. It's going to be RG3. It's going to be RG3. Andrew Luck is going to go, honestly, to Indianapolis because he, he's going to fit more into the mold of what they're going to try to do there. But how much would RG3 it like freak the world out if RG3 ended up going to Indianapolis? I don't think it would freak him out that much. If you look, all right. All the wide receivers that were on NFL Network the other morning, they had like two or three wide receivers on there, like current ones. And they were saying that they'd rather have RG3. Um, if you look at – did you see that, see that report I sent you, John, about the uh, – some statistics thing. I sent it last night. I linked to it. I don't even remember what it's called. My phone's dead. LWR report or something. It takes all these stats of these players in college and gives a, um, what's it called? A forecast of how their career will go in the NFL. Right. Did you look at it? Nope. 
Well, anyway, out of this year's draft, <laughs> out of this year's draft, um, it had RG three with twenty five hundred points and Andrew Luck with like twenty one hundred, and then some other people that I never heard of under that. And they, it explains how they, how they figure everything and weight everything based on games played and components, or sorry, opponents they played against, and uh, gives points for for uh scrambling and throwing but if you scramble too much it takes points away and stuff like this it was pretty elaborate set of saber metrics statistics. <laughs> it was a pretty elaborate set of metrics they used anyway that pointed to rg3 i think the whole fact that we with rex grossman even they try to run out you know do all those bootleg passes and those stretch plays and whatnot I mean, dude, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah, but why trade? 100%. Why trade away all these picks just to have a guy hold the clipboard behind Rex Grossman and Jeff Beck for, dude, uh, John John Beck for for two years? First of all, Rex Grossman's not on the team as of right now. I, and and I'm kidding, agent. by the way. That was a joke. <laughs> but anyway, I think this kid, if he can extend plays, Rex Grossman can't and throw the ball accurately. And that was the other thing, dude. If you guys watch any of those footage, and you know, Josh, I know you didn't, even though I sent you the links. What are you talking about? I've watched <laughs> footage for days on this guy. Well, then you've days. seen how he can he can slide out and still make throws, like on the run across his body. And the big he's ball. really act. He's really, how he can tuck the ball and juke and like get around people and hop over him and and in the big twelve and move the ball downfield. Yeah, John, I noticed you said it in the Big Twelve, but throwing oh, the ball deep and putting it in there perfectly. Rex Grossman can't do that with no defenders on the field. Not usually. See, that's what always just is even more infuriating about Rex Grossman. Just that much more just makes it that much worse when you have him on your team. Is that he'll do that once in a blue moon, and you're just like, oh, that was awesome. And then he <laughs> goes back to being the typical two-turnover Rexy, like right so afterwards. Are, are we, event, are, do we concur? Are we saying that, that RG3 will start? Dude, the in the last two years, RG3 scored, I think, 73 touchdowns being through mm-hmm. the air and running. So we're saying he'll start. 73. I think he'll start, absolutely. He better I just, start with what we're paying him. Throw I him wanted in there. to point out an, another interesting thing about this trade deal. Uh, did Did you guys read where he almost went to the Browns like he could have gone this trade deal could have gone to the Browns oh yeah and that's exactly why we had to give up three first round picks and a second round pick and a second round Browns... pick like the word on the street was that the Browns were also offering three first round picks but we offered three first round picks and a second and so that was the deal I mean that, that was the that difference. was what put it over the top yeah because the Browns, the Browns had, had like the number four pick and the 22 pick this year yeah uh-huh. so it would have been two first round picks this year John, yeah. you remember I texted you and said that the Browns had the upper hand in getting this pick. Yeah, I thought I, I thought they really did, and uh, but that's because none of us, I don't think anyone thought the Redskins would be like, we'll give you three consecutive first-round picks and uh, the sixth pick in the second round this year, which is only the 38th pick overall. Yeah, when I first read the deal, when it first came <laughs> through, and John can probably tell you this because of my string of texts, kept changing things when it first came through it made it look like on mm-hmm. espn that we traded them 
our first round pick next year, our, our sorry, our second round pick this year, and our first round pick the next two years. And I was like, what? We still have our, we have the number two and the number six this year? Sweet. And then it was like, oh, no, this year also. Yeah, and I read that before I even got to go online the next morning about stuff, and I was like, oh, wow, check that out. And then I went online and saw it. I was like, oh, my God. And, of course, the word asinine popped up, and I threw it online. Um, I actually texted back and forth or uh, tweeted back and forth a couple of times with Rich Tandler, who we all respect here very much with the Redskins. He's kind of the granddaddy of uh, bloggers, in a way, in Redskins land, if you think about it. Um, and he was kind of like, well, he basically was berating me a little bit and saying, well, what would you do? Or, or, you know, what, why is this such a bad thing? And it got, and we, you know, we went back and forth a little bit and it got me thinking on it because as you guys know, people that have been listening to Harry Hog football at harryhogfootball.com for quite some time, you know, that I have not been very high on RG three. I think he sounds like a really well balanced kid. I think He's got talent. I'm really, really concerned that talent is going is as to whether that talent will last progress and and progress. And actually do be able to I, I have a feeling I, I don't You've been a think, proponent of luck, John. I have been a big proponent of luck, and I'm really worried that RG three is not going to be able to make it in the NFL. He's not going to be good enough. Um but after after those texts with Tandler and a couple or uh, tweets with Tandler and a couple other people that morning, I started thinking about it. Um, it, it really kind of is a situation where it. I mean, it's kind of a fifty fifty thing. It's he if he turns out to be perennial pro bowler and we are Super Bowl contenders quickly mm-hmm. and for years and years, it's a fantastic trade. I mean, Eli Manning was like two ones and, I don't know, a two and a four or a three and a five or something like that. Um, and he's won two Super Bowls. Would that you turned say, out to be a fantastic So you would trade. say Eli is a fantastic trade, but you absolutely. probably wouldn't have two years ago. No, absolutely not. So, I mean, well, you got to give Well, two years ago, to... mate, I would have said good trade. Now, I mean, two Super Bowl wins, fantastic trade. But I remember when that, did, that trade did happen, we were calling him like a crybaby and... Oh, yeah, everyone was. Everyone was. That was so ridiculous. It was like, I'm not going to play for the Chargers. Now, you know, as as I became and and many of us have become more football knowledgeable, we know that A.J. Smith, the GM of the Chargers, is an absolute moron. And, of course, Norvell's the coach over there, and no one wants to be around that. So I kind of can't blame the, the, uh, the Manning family for doing what they did. John Elway did the same thing back in the day. Um and you think about it, what other we they had to do something and get at least potentially a top ten all star quarterback. They had to do something. This is gonna be Shanahan's last year if he yeah, goes so he with care if, he, if he goes he with sucks. Orton. I like Orton. Everyone knows listeners know I like Orton. Who is talking to the Cowboys, by the way. I saw that today. No, I don't like him anymore. Um, I think Orton is, is an underrated quarterback. I've always thought that. Um, but I mean, what were the choices out there? Orton, he's not a, not superstar. a superstar Flynn, who is the Kevin Cobb of this past season. Dudes, less you know, this, like, what were the week. other choices we had? He's less proven than RG three. So really, 
and I mean, he has like you know a superstar cast around him where he's had a couple of starts and done well. That's great. Throw him into a mix with a team that doesn't have you know four good to great receivers, including the uh, including the tight end in, in Finley. Dude, all right. Got so it. I, it, all right. I don't. I'm still not super sold on it, but I think. Reluctantly, I think I we have, have lots to say, more to talk I about, think, and we should move on. Yeah, I'm but I hear John. I hear what you're saying about the Big Twelve and this and that, and that report I sent you. Look closely at that because it yeah. takes all that stuff into account, and it took something into account about. All right, he played two years, and it talks about how much you improve from one year to the next. Right, and. I don't remember it exactly, but it compares it with um, all the other guys like Andrew Luck and the other dudes. And the more you improve from one year to the next shows that you have that much room to get better in the future. Whereas if you're pretty allegedly where if you're pretty steady, you may not have that um, higher ceiling or whatever. You might already be closer to your potential. Yeah. Anyway, it takes all that stuff into account. Anyway, but well, one more the, thing. The, co- the caveat on that is yeah. when Peyton Manning, Peyton Manning came out as the leader his year, and look how he turned out. But then right. Ryan Leaf was also the other one that was the leader. Yeah, year. see, that's something that there's all, definitely going to be comparisons to that. Even though ne- neither of these guys can compare to Ryan Leaf, he was a he was a a cluster of a mess but up guys, in his head. He's guys. a problem. We could go the, totally the other way and say, "Look at Tom Brady and look at where he was taken." I mean, come on, yeah, sixth round. Yeah, you but never, that wasn't a you risk never know. Him, though. I mean, they had Drew Bledsoe already, and right. they were bringing in a dude to that could possibly turn into someone good or could suck. A but backup. he was a sixth round pick, and he was picked as a backup. Yeah, he was a backup, and it, they weren't it throwing turned him out to start. be a magnificent thing. Yeah, well, we can't true. we can't put our whole future. But I'm in talking a sixth about when you look at that, when you look at his career, his college career, and you look at where he was taken, and look at what he's done, and you start saying room for growth. I mean, you know, that's what I'm saying. If you compare those two things, like you're talking about, Aaron, saying looking at the room for growth based on how they've done year to year, look at what Tom Brady did, look at where he's ended up. You know. Yeah. All right, and I know that the defenses aren't so good in college. But you can't deny when you look at footage of him how he puts a nice touch on the deep ball. He does. He does. And 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 going into that, you know, again, I'm also a big critic of Shanahan and his offense. I don't like it. But you got to be ignorant to look at this and say that he is not that he is a fantastic looking quarterback for Shanahan's offense. By far, of all the choices that were out there as free agency you could trade for, RG3 looks like the absolute perfect fit for Mike Shanahan's offense. So if it's going to work, I mean, I mean, this this is the thing. This is what's going to make, you know, Allen the Bruce and the Shanty clan or break them in Washington. Yeah, I, I saw something the other day. I forget who it was. One of the uh, scouts or something on ESPN or whatever was saying that um, RG3 is the kind of guy that you want um, leading your team, the kind of guy you want marrying your daughter. <laughs> they basically said that not only his athleticism is outstanding, that his character is 
yeah. impeccable as well. And that's someone you want leading your team. Yeah, that's right. Well, just, I mean, right now we had Rex Grossman who can't even get through a post game conference like making sense. You can get through the buffet at CC's though. <laughs> Did you see how uncomfortable he was in the post game conference? Ever? Oh jeez. Oh yeah. Hey, speaking well, that's because of... everyone he knew everyone knew he sucked, Josh, and he had to deflect that for years. Hey Josh, you anyway, need to get Josh. a pat. You need to get a patent on the. Uh, Burgundy and gold Superman socks because if he's coming to Washington, <laughs> he can make some money on those. Sweet. And he'll get fined every week. He's your dictator. The dictator, the dictator <laughs> Goodell. Dictator. We're going to get into that soon. Um, dudes, I just got to point something out. We knew it was going to be something big that started to happen this year for the Redskins as far as them coming out and, and, and the Danny breaking out his checkbook. And I'll tell you why. And we'll get into some of this other cap stuff and things here in a bit. But <clears throat> back in January, you know, I've been following. We dig deep here at Harry All Football, especially in the offseason when there's not much other Redskins news. I just want to point out that menu prices at Johnny Rockets were increased at the beginning of this year. Dun, dun, dun. That's right. Franchise-wide price increases to all menu items. That should tell you we're going after some players on the Washington Redskins. <laughs> I can't wait. Well, it's because they didn't raise ticket prices again. That's right. Because we sucked so they bad. They got in that meeting. Alan Bruce was like, you can't raise ticket prices. And Dan Snyder was like, fine, we'll pay for it with french fries. Let's go. <laughs> I can't wait, dude. I can't, can't wait. wait. Anyway. So anyway, RG3... At- I know Aaron is super pumped. I'm reluctantly pumped. I mean, I'm all in on it. I mean, we kind of have to be. There's nothing. There's Are you no pumped other way over the alternatives? It. It's it's the best choice there is, and I, I think that's what going back, you know, full circle circle here. I think that's what uh, Rich Tandler was trying to point out to me that morning. Is uh, you know, this is the best opportunity we have, and the sh- they, they had to do something. They had to get a quarterback. It was, you know, that or yeah. Flynn or yeah. Horton or I, something. I mean, did you want to go through another Tannehill. year with, with Rex Grossman and Beck as our hope to win games? No, and I did not want to draft Tannehill either. I don't think he's that good. That's what I'm saying. And, quite frankly, I don't know if you'll agree, but it sounded like you might. RG3, I think, fits our team's offense better than Andrew Luckwood. RG3 fits the Shanahan offense better than, than any quarterback that's in the league right now, I think, maybe. I think he is a perfect fit for what Shanahan wants to do, and it's a perfect way for him to mold somebody into what he wants to do because we all know that he won't damn change his damn system to fit the players he has. He's making the, you know, he makes the players fit his system, even if it's not to their strengths, which is and, why we've lost talented people in the last two years. And Kyle is only 10 years his senior. Kyle. Josh, Kyle. Josh, how did you feel about it when you heard about the trade going down? First, I thought it was crazy. Then I thought, okay, well, we're, we're going to try to make a big splash here. And then, you know, I kind of came around to the fact that I think he's the best choice. And I, the more I looked at the tape of RG3 and what he's done, the more excited I got and the more I could imagine him wearing the burgundy and gold. So. <sighs> And we still could end up with Andrew Luck, and John would be you know, happier. I got to say, if you want a fine evening, go watch tape of RG3, You know, cuddle up with your sweetie, 
and uh, put a little Aaron Neville on in the background. It's I mean, on the there's, website. There's nothing like it. <laughs> it's on the website. I put up the post to it. All right. Speaking we'll do of, that. speaking Listen of, to some Aaron Neville and go. John, did you, Josh, did you get that Blogsy app for your iPad? Yes, I've had it actually for some time. Anyway, yeah, I use this this pretty sweet app called Blogsy that'll hopefully make us. Uh, they're not paying us. Post more, yeah, they're not paying us for this. I just like. Why it. is that? Is that app available for the uh, Roid? I don't know if it's <laughs> available for the Roid or not, but it's pretty cool because you can just drag, you can just search uh, like YouTube videos right within the app, and then just use your finger and like drag them into the post and hit post yes. and it goes right on the website it's sweet that's fantastic it makes it so that even i can do it so therefore hopefully i'll post more than i have aaron can post <laughs> excellent and i'm kind of learning about hashtags and tweeting and stuff too right <laughs> even though every once in a while i have to ask someone what does this little short mean mm. for that because i don't know what you're talking about anyways anyway let's let's talk about free agent let's talk about salary cap oh my okay so after uh, I had this exciting yeah. news, it was the whole roller coaster week. This is the roller coaster ride. Yeah, and 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 everyone out there listening, you know, everyone is feeling this. We all are on this roller coaster. So we hear about this news about RG three, and some people are pumped, like our dog uh, Bull Sweaty City Swag, and super did you just pumped. Say, did you say <laughs> Bull, Bull Sweaty? Bull Sweaty Sag. Bull Sweaty Sag. What? Come on now, Bull City, City. Swag. Swag. That's right. Desmond Seeley or Desmond Our Klee is like from <laughs> not related Lee. to David Lee. They were pumped. Um, Burgundy. Uh, What's his name? Yeah, the only reason we're doing the podcast Fine, tonight is because Desmond Lee kept like saying, "Guys, when you're doing the podcast." Well, I, man, you know, I'll tell you, you know what, what? I Desmond found Lee, out. Desmond Lee is like our our freaking. Uh, beat reporter on the street a, i mean we could tweet at him right now and he'd give us an answer right away yeah he's, he's a tweet monster how is he on there on how is he on there 24 to, uh david C, to david c lee and uh and we'll see how long it takes him to answer so yeah. think of a question <laughs> right. here just give me a minute all right i'm looking up. at the clock on the podcast it's 29 26 we're Hold in on. here <laughs> see how long it takes him ask him what other uh tall receivers out there in free agency because we did not sign uh vincent jackson uh nfl.com and nfl network is saying that he is going to the buccaneers all right do you want to tackle that right now or do we want to talk more about this cap well josh do you want to send him let's a talk quick, about what it. other tall it. receivers go ahead we go after all right we'll talk about right. this and then get back to the cap all right yeah, yeah. seriously we signed pierre garcon today all right we were me and john and mark stoffer we're at the first, very first game that Pierre Garcon played in the NFL, and it was against the Washington Redskins at the Hall of Fame game. And we were like, mm -hmm. who is this kid? He's awesome. And he was the venture the clincher. For the, you know, by the time you get to the second half, none of the guys on the field are making the squad except for one guy in one each uniform. And for us, it was venture the clincher. No, no, it was them, Chris Horton, too. Chris Horton. That, well, yeah, but he was a draft pick. Fincher the clincher was, like, undrafted. All right, yeah, and then they had Pierre Garçon, and these kids were sitting behind us, and they're like, we're from Mount Union or wherever. And they're like, he's Right, good. Mount Union. He's good. He was actually drafted in the sixth round, but yeah, yeah. We were watching this guy, and we were just like, man, this Garçon guy is pretty damn good. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, he's, he's, pretty, he's pretty fast, but he's small. 
I thought we were going for big receivers. We already well, have that's small the thing. Receivers. He's only six foot tall, but he plays much bigger than that. He plays very physical. Like he's a big six foot, if that makes sense. You know, he's not like some stick six footer. He's he's thick. He's a he may be a specimen, Aaron. <laughs> I don't know about that. All right, but we're wait, paying. Wait, him you're free- talking about Pierre Garcon here? Yes. Yeah, dude. We're right. we're paying him forty two million dollars for how many years? We're paying him twenty and a half million guaranteed with an eleven million signing bonus over five years. Do you think he's that good? What is he, twenty five, twenty six? I think he's twenty six, I think. He was born in <laughs> Well, he wasn't born in the nineties. He was born in nineteen eighty six. Oh my. So yeah, that oh puts him at what twenty? Oh my! Oh my! So, yeah, it's. I mean, he could be on the precipice of stardom. I mean, I I like him. I think he's a very good physical receiver. I still think we need one of these like big, tall, gargantuan Randy Moss, Vincent Jackson. We need a big, tall, rangy guy out there that can also catch the ball where it's like chuck the ball up. Let him jump up and pick it off and, and 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 pull it in. I mean, and and Pierre Garçon is not that guy, but I'm really glad we've got him. But wow, twenty and a half million guaranteed—that's a lot, dude. That's a lot. And we have a bunch of receivers. I mean, Mickey Mouse hands was starting to come around before he got injured last year. Yeah. Jabber was pretty good last year. Yeah, Santana Moss is career. good. Moss is on the down slope. I don't know. Do you think they're going to cut Santana Moss? Hank I don't person. think they'll cut him, but I, th- I think Santana Moss is going to be a fantastic slot receiver at this point in his career. All right. How about Hankerson? I like Hankerson. I think he's Mickey coming Mouse around. Hands. But anyway, all right, we still got AA. Yeah. I don't think We've got like 20, 20 receivers right now. Yeah, I think most of them suck, though. I'm just saying. I mean, really, I mean, if if those guys all got cut today, how many of them would get signed by other teams? Moss? Maybe Hankerson because of the potential. How many of the others? Um, Maybe Maybe Jabber. Jabber. Maybe Maybe. Jabber. Jabber Gaffney. All right. Maybe. Okay. I'm just saying. You know, I we need and, and, and that's why we've picked up him and we've picked up Josh Morgan, also confirmed, um, two year contract, twelve million, seven and a half million uh guaranteed. This is twelve million over the first two years of um the AP is reporting. It says the contract is for five years, but the final three can be voided, and it's not saying uh the rest of the information on that, and those of us in the Virginia area do remember that he did play for Tech. Well, at the end of the season, um, yeah, he's from D.C., I think. Mm-hmm. Well, And at the end of the season, uh, what's-his-face Harbaugh said that their top priority was going to be to re-sign Josh Morgan, the 49ers. Maybe we got a little hometown advantage. And and here's another thing with RG3. And, Aaron, you were saying this about the NFL Network the other day. There were current receivers in the NFL, and the two or three of them on there were all – all of them were like, we'd rather play with RG3. Yeah, then – Maybe that's making a difference with some of these guys coming to Washington. I mean, I, with, with Garcon, I think it was absolutely positively the money. Yeah. But, but maybe the with Josh money. Morgan, he's like, I get to go home – Ish. 
What about um, what are Josh Morgan's stats besides the fact that Peter King loves him? Oh, uh, that's not a good thing. <laughs> um, he's Josh a sixth Morgan. rounder in two thousand eight. He uh, let's see. Of course, he's played his first four years with the San Francisco 49ers. Um, he was injured last year, as we said. He had one. I don't know. He's been like a second or third receiver over there. He hasn't been fantastic. He's only put up a few touchdowns every year, no more than three. Um, How many 40 catches? 50 catches, five to 600. He almost, his best year was 10 11, which was a good coming out year for him and probably would have been built upon if he hadn't been hurt badly he had 44 last year. catches. Actually, dude, 44 for almost 700 catches. 2010, he had 50. 2009, 10, he had 52 catches. Yeah, yeah, that's not that's not it's not superstar. Uh, it's for five hundred and twenty-seven, he averaged 10, 10 yards carry. 10 yards he's carry. another guy. I mean, he's in his fifth year of the NFL. He should be if he's hitting a prime. It's going to be right now if he's healthy. Garcon's the same way. If he's hitting a prime, this I is think the, time the guy to get looks him. a little bit like Daryl Green. Just got to say. All right, what about Eddie Royal? He does. I kept seeing conflicting reports <laughs> because of Grant Pawson started these rumors that you he was signed Paulson. and then some other dude on the fan was like oh, no hold on grant it's not <laughs> <laughs> hold on grant and i had to say desmond seeley hold on that was grant Pawson that said that it's not quite pony boy <laughs> oh wrong Pawson. sorry no wrong Pawson. maybe that's why grant Pawson has all this like anyway uh <laughs> Maybe they're related. That's why everyone seems to think he's such a great young guy in reporting. Uh, Maybe so. Uh, I don't know. Aaron, you tell me. You're his biggest fan. Um, I don't know, dude. I don't know anything about Grant. Except <clears throat> his name is Grant. I've never met the guy. I feel like he probably has a sweater tied around his neck. You think? With a name like Grant. Is, doesn't you know? he have a sweater tied around his neck in his Twitter picture? Maybe Dude, he does. Don't judge somebody by their Twitter picture. Come on now. I was just asking. I wasn't joking. But, I mean, if you put that Twitter picture up and you don't... I don't joke, joke people at all. I'm just saying that we cannot Twitter. confirm the Eddie Royal sign, but even so... Aaron does not joke people anymore because Grant Paulson yelled at him. What's the stats? <laughs> What's Eddie Royal's stats? Josh, you're the stats Royal? guy. Yes. I'm and what? Me, how tall is he? Here, he's bigger, isn't he? He's kind of bigger. He's a little injury prone, though. Yeah, but I remember he had that one really good year. He did. He did. Um, up there in Denver, but he's 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 had a couple of injuries that have ended his seasons early. All right, but at least these dudes that we're signing aren't old. That's that's what I'm saying. That's that's kind of a good thing. But when are we going to get some O-line? And more importantly, I tweeted this like 12 times today. When is London Fletcher going to sign? Because that's my number one priority. And that is a huge one. We've, we have re-signed Adam Carricker. Four years, 12, or $20 million, $7 million bonus. Which is a pretty good... All right, dude, which is a pretty, Eddie Royal. He had a career year. About him? It's a pretty good... So that's a good one. But he's still going to be a backup. Probably, if Jarvis Jenkins ends up being good and doesn't blow out his, his other knee. I can't wait to see Jarvis Jenkins. I loved that dude in preseason last year. I have not forgot about him. He was monster. If his knees can hold up, he can be great. 
Um, as we already know, um, you guys already know back and back uh, going backwards a little bit. Fred Davis got franchised, so he'll be around. We cut Sellers and Atagwe. Um, how much is how much is uh, Cooley have against the salary cap? Does anyone know? Because we he's going to get cut. I could, or well, maybe we could trade him and see what we could get for him. <laughs> As Danny would say. As you would say, you hate Chris Cooley. I do why not do hate you, him. Why do you hate Chris Cooley? <laughs> I just think we have bigger needs. Dude, uh, wait a minute. We need a uh, we do need a quick moment of silence for Mike Sellers being cut. Yeah, let, let's guy. talk about that for a minute. Mike Chris Sellers Cooley's, is gonna... Chris Cooley's base is three point eight million. All right. Mike Sellers has been a hold that thought, Josh. Super Redskin for the last what seven years or so. Twice in his career, he came out of Walla Walla Community College in Washington State, and he's been nothing but a Redskin. Last year, you could see the writing on the wall. He was active for like half the games, probably barely saw. He was any slowing action. down. He was definitely slowing down. I mean, he he's had a heck of a long career for a guy who played fullback and had a substance abuse problem. And as Python would say, he's a man's man. <laughs> he's a man's man, and shit. What does that even mean, dudes? I, we don't know. We don't know what Pithin. it means. You have to ask Pithin. Yeah, oh Pithin. <laughs> anyway. Yes, uh, I'm, I'm sad to see um, Mike Sellers go, but with Durrell Young coming on strong and Durrell, the, the plethora of tight ends we have, he was kind of didn't have a roster we spot. Had. Didn't have a roster spot for him anymore. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, he's played a heck of a long time and had a great career. So I think we're all sorry to see him go or sad to see him go. Do you think um, he's done or do you think he'll go somewhere? He might be done. I don't know if he had much left. As far yeah. as it, as far but he's for, definitely yeah, going to be done. one of those guys that. Sorry, Aaron. He's definitely going to be one of those guys that's welcome all the time around Redskins Park. Anyway, go ahead. I was just going to say a Tagway. I know he didn't live up to the ex- expectations of last year, but I didn't think they would cut him because who else any, do we have? We have we have Dijon Mustard back there. That's <laughs> it. But a ta- it saved like three million against the cap. And speaking of of money against the cap, and Josh, what were you? Let's go back to what you were doing. Seller, Sellers was only like a million on the against the cap. Yeah, no, that's but, another million. But tack those together, and what you were right, about that's to say million. before that, Chris, Chris Cooley, three point eight, I think, is his. Let me just double check that. Three point eight million is his base. So he's, uh, mm-hmm. you know, that's three point so eight. There's I, that. I, I think I think that the Redskins may try to restructure Chris Cooley's contract. I would not be surprised to see him back in Washington next year, even if he's there playing for less than he's making right now. It wouldn't surprise me because I think people or teams are wary of him because he's had so many injuries. And so many – the thing for him, it's not like a recurring injury. I mean, he's had like a recurring, but he has has ended seasons for various injuries that, that it's not the same thing over and over that keeps getting him. You know, it's it's like that, and he hurts something else that knocked him out for six games, and he hurts something else. Right. But tack all that together between those three guys, you know, if if they were to cut Cooley, which they can't because they don't really have, a, you know, they got Fred Davis, um, and Pony Boy who may or may not make the team. That's what about seven million against the salary cap, and it turns out even though we thought we had what thirty six million. 
oh, and yes. money under the cap to spend this season. And this is the big ass elephant in the room. Apparently, at least at this point, the NFL doesn't seem to think we have all that money anymore. Although the Danny and the Jerry in Dallas definitely are going to be disagreeing to this. And I think this is a good time to take a break. Yeah, when we get back, we'll talk about that white elephant. Or is it pink elephant? Whatever. (laughs) The elephant in the room. It's a Goodell-colored elephant. It's a Goodell-colored elephant in the room. And when we get back from the break. It's bigger than Albert Hainsworth. We will talk about it after this station identification. Welcome to station. You're listening to Harry Hog Football. Is someone you love in trouble with the law? Maybe your child or grandchild has been charged with a simple traffic offense, a DUI, or reckless driving, or a simple misdemeanor, assault, shoplifting, or indecent exposure. Perhaps it's a much more serious felony, murder, drug possession, or distribution, or even a third offense, DUI. Charges like these often leave you asking questions. Who do you turn to for help, and what happens next? The fact is, every case is different, and many require tough choices. Every case is different. To best guide you to the best possible place, you need a seasoned professional. Consider David Lee. He's been practicing criminal and traffic law in the state of Virginia for over a decade, and has handled thousands of cases for thousands of clients. David Lee is based in southeastern Virginia, but for the right price, he's ready to travel to any corner of the state, including Ashburn. So if you or someone you love is in trouble with the law, call David Lee today at 757-259-9377. That's 757-259-9377. Yo, dude, dude, has your grandchild, my grandchild was just charged with indecent exposure. I better call David Lee. <laughs> At my least they didn't say, has your, hu- has your husband been charged with indecent exposure? <laughs> anyway, my grandchild was playing on the playground. You want to know something indecent. Indecent was the way that Roger Goodell and his committee led by someone within the Giants organization. I'm going to call David Lee. We need to start a class action suit. David Lee. All right. I tweeted him about this. David Lee seems to think or does think. That this was perfectly legal, what the league is doing. That and uh, that's all his tweet said. It's legal if the league says it is. Is what he said. In other Balls. words, I don't think he thinks they can do anything about it. Balls. What? <laughs> oh, I'm back. Balls. Balls. Low cake. Goodell is. Low cake. Hey, speaking of, we still have no response from from Desmond Lee, but we did get a response from Ninja Death Stars, Charlie. 
Yeah. Uh, basically, I put it out there. Uh, what do we think about? Uh, I said, where did I say this? Oh, Pierre. I said, topic, Pierre Garçon, 20.5 million guaranteed. John says he could be a specimen. <laughs> thoughts, <laughs> thoughts on Garçon coming to that's Washington. A very, that's a very typical Josh uh, overinflation. He could be a <laughs> specimen. No, you I did say did it, John. If, if we rewind, you will hear yourself say that. If I play the little rewind sound effect. <laughs> I, it's I, true, but I think, I think you've taken the comment slightly out of context. <laughs> Okay, well, Ninja Death Star says, <laughs> he reminds me of Brandon Lloyd. Makes hard catches, drops easy ones. Yeah. And sucks I mean, for the Redskins and then goes somewhere else uh, and plays well. Is that also what he means? Mm. <laughs> you know, Brandon Lloyd's available. He's a free agent. Uh, yeah. Avoid <laughs> the Lloyd. Avoid the Lloyd. Well, there, there was once a show, the Brandon Lloyd show, like five years ago. Remember that? Yes, it was like three episodes long. And we yeah. said avoid the Lloyd. Boy, that guy. What a piece of work he is. And, dude, we anyway, have Derek Aaron, Anderson the... on our team as receiver, too, we forgot to mention. Who? Derek Anderson. <clears throat> oh, he, yeah. He caught, like, four passes. Wait, Derek Anderson? Wasn't that the quarterback? Wait, David Anderson. David Anderson. Dude, don't bring up Derek Anderson. <laughs> you love you him, would talk man. about someone that's on par with Sexy Rexy. Hey, we need it. Hey, John. Yeah. I'm just saying, we're going to need a veteran quarterback to mentor RG3, so maybe we should pick up Derek Anderson. Dude, I bet it's going to be Rex Grossman. Oh, my. <laughs> he can't uh, mentor him in public speaking, that's for sure. Oh, my God. Speaking of RG3, by the way, just because I'm in, I'm enamored with RG3. Yes, you are. You realize that he already has his degree and is working on his master's. His master's. That's true. And he was only a junior season. Yep. Yep. Nice. Anyway, go ahead. Hey, guys. Hey, did you guys see about Carlos Rogers today talking about other 49ers and such, former Redskins? No. Carlos Rogers, he's agreed to stay in San Francisco for four years worth a maximum of $31.3 million. Are you serious? He earned it. He had his best year of his career. He did. He finally learned how to catch somehow. Speaking of I, people that, that I think it's the dropped humidity. the easy ones and dropped the hard dropped ones. the hard ones. <laughs> I like the one that hit him in the head last year. That was hilarious. Anyway, yeah, he did earn it after he left the Redskins, a la Brandon Lloyd. I think we might be cursed, dude. I'm hoping RG3 can lift the curse. This this could be. It, it could be. It could be. I know, Aaron, you were saying... uh. Uh, just a minute ago that David Lee is like, I don't know if the Redskins really have any kind of legal recourse on this. The uh, the NFL Players Union signed off on this deal. Oh. Basically, they were like, well, Will, um, Josh, you all right there? Yeah, Desmond Lee just responded, so it just popped in. Oh, okay. <laughs> it took him a like while. It took him your toe. Um, but he, it, it sounds – I lost my train of thought. Go ahead. What does Desmond Lee have to say? He says, other than Malcolm Kelly, Robert Meacham is still available. He's six foot two. Malcolm Kelly. Yeah, we didn't even get a chance to get Colston. We didn't get Colston either. I yeah. thought he was going to be a good chance. Yeah, but Robert Meacham is big. I wouldn't have mind seeing him come in. For He's not bad. Well, we could still get him. He's he, another guy who could be on the precipice. He could. He could. Um be one of those guys that could be 
um, as Aaron likes to say, a specimen. Um, also, I want to mention Vincent Jackson has an attitude problem. Do we really want another possible Albert, Albert Haynesworth situation? He's kind of a prick. Yeah. But we need a receiver of his caliber and his size, but he is kind of a prick. Um, of his but, size. Going well, deep with RG3, throwing it up to a big receiver. Size going deep. Nice. Well, I hear he has great length. Yeah, and as they say in English, soccer. Never mind, I'm not even going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead. One right, day yes. we're going to put that 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 page on our website that has all the uh, the the inappropriate sports sayings. One day. All right. So RG. All right. No, we're. I'm sorry. I've got RG three on the brain. All we right. were talking about the legal the cap, issue, the cap with the, uh, the situation cap. where we were totally screwed. All right. If you guys didn't hear, the Redskins did nothing wrong in 2010 when they front loaded uh, contracts to basically uh, since there wasn't a cap. There was no cap, and this was an agreed-upon part of the previous collective bargaining agreement. So it was completely legal and within their rights. Within the rules at the time. Within the rules. All right. So what they did was, like any smart team would do, is, you know, work it to your advantage. Right. Now, apparently, the other day, after the fact, the league decides that that what the Redskins and the Cowboys and a couple other teams did was not fair because the other teams didn't do it also, I guess. Yeah. So we were getting out of it. Yeah. Because a lot of the owners were mad, thought were mad that the Redskins and Cowboys and a couple other teams, I think the saints the and Raiders? the Raiders to a much lesser extent. Um, they were mad that they weren't smart enough to do what these four teams did. Yeah, basically. So then the league decided to take 30, Six million from the Redskins salary cap that they can split up this year and next year, and the news—the latest news—is that they have to take ha- at least half this year and half, right. and the rest next year. How much is that, Josh? Half thirty-six. That's eighteen million. Eighteen. <laughs> so, the fact that we were almost what forty million under three days ago, and it was looking like we were going to be able to get RG three and all these high-priced free agents. Is now shrunk to half that, roughly. Roughly half. You have that. to take, according 18. to this ruling from the NFL, allegedly, allegedly, it's going to be reduced by eighteen million at least this year. It would have to be at least eighteen million this year and thirty-six over the next two years. Now, number one, as I already said. The Redskins broke no rules and played within the protocol of a collective bargaining agreement that was agreed upon by owners and the players through the NFL Players Union. Yeah. The union signed off, quietly signed off on this agreement last week, basically screwing these the Redskins the most, the Cowboys less, the Saints and the Raiders barely, and awarding the other 28 teams $1.6 million more in salary cap, which is basically the money they're taking away from the Redskins and the Cowboys. Um, the union, instead of fighting for their players to be able to get big, fat contracts, decided to wuss out again and say, oh, okay, oh, that's fine. We're, we'll, we'll, just, uh, we'll just write it off and do that because you know what? Who cares about the Redskins and the Cowboys? That's just two teams. 
basically, is what mm-hmm. they said. And they didn't want to have a big fight over it instead of actually doing what they're supposed to do and represent their players. Yeah. So basically um, the Redskins and the Cowboys got thrown under the bus. Yeah. And For not breaking any rules. For not doing anything wrong. And uh, Bruce Allen's statement on the thing was, I don't know if he's updated this statement, but yesterday his statement was like, uh, we haven't seen anything written from the league and we didn't do anything wrong, basically. And we're I'm still going to operate as if com right now. Yeah, we're still going to operate as if we them. have this money or whatever. I'm I'm sure they haven't updated it, but it is it is a uh, pretty close on here. I'm paraphrasing, of course. Right, right. I'm gonna I'm gonna read it though because he's saying exactly the same thing. Um, the Washington Redskins quote: The Washington Redskins have received no written documentation from the NFL concerning adjustments to the team salary cap in 2012 as reported in various media outlets. Every contract entered into by the club during the acceptable or applicable periods complied with the 2010 and 2011 collective bargaining agreements and, in fact, were approved by the NFL commissioner's office. And basically, like, you approved again. it, dude. And, in fact, we're improved, approved by the NFL commissioner's office. We look forward to free agency, the draft, and the coming football season. In other words, a more refined version of us. That's what yeah, pretty much, of us being like, that's a blow to bull. You know, it's he basically said it in much more intelligent uh, speak, which is good because he's, you know, lawyer-esque in that way. He gets paid for that. He gets paid for that kind of he thing. He gets paid for he taking wasn't my emails. NFL. He wasn't emails. executive of the year in 2002 for nothing. He takes my emails, he refines the ideas, and then presents it in the appropriate arenas. Basically. Yeah, in the appropriate yeah. arenas. So <laughs> basically, as we said, the two teams that really got screwed are us and the Cowboys. What a what a interesting combination of the two. Yeah, but how and many guarantee- lawyers did the Danny and what's-his-face have at their disposal? I guarantee the Jerry and the Danny are – they they there must be so many lawyers making money right now off of this. We <laughs> have definitely – we have definitely not heard the last of this. And I've I've already been predicting to Aaron um, the last couple of days. I've been like, dude, we're this isn't going to happen. We'll see. It's either going to be beat in court or by an independent arbitrator, but it's not going to happen. Yeah. yeah, it's not going to happen because the Redskins did not break any rules. They played within the rules of a collective bargaining agreement, voted on and approved by the owners and the players' union. Hold on, guys. This just in another Roger Goodell ruling. Another another move here. Just just reported by ESPN nine eighty that. Not to do with the salary cap issue here, but it does have to do with Eddie Royal. All right, at least I thought you were going to say that our trade with the Rams did not go through. (laughs) (laughs) That would suck. Because I still haven't heard. I still haven't heard that it was officially approved today. I haven't heard that actually. That's a really good point, Aaron. It's ten thirty-four p.m. on Tuesday night. That trade could not be approved until after four p.m. today. Ask they Desmond a lot Lee. Of trades to approve today. Let's just wait and see. Ask Desmond yeah. Lee if it was approved. Yeah, but Although you would that's think a that. pretty high profile. Trade. Yeah, I mean, come on. Um, yeah. Here, here's what ESPN 980 is reporting: the Redskins had a deal in place with Eddie Royal, but Roger Goodell ruled the move would put the Skins over the Virginia Tech roster limit. 
Uh, the commissioner is allowing uh. the commissioner is allowing all other NFL teams except for Dallas to sign one extra hokey to equal <laughs> out the competitive balance of the league. Just wanted to report that. All right. Hokey, hokey, hokey. Dude, Josh, uh. see real quick before we end this podcast because we're almost at an hour. See if you see anything about the trade getting approved or not because I'm concerned about that and I'm concerned about London Fletcher. Those are my concerns, Steve. Those are your concerns. Anyway, what else do we got? Because we need to wrap this thing up. Oh, I mean, um, I mean we got tons of stuff, but we could save some of it for next. Tons week. of stuff to talk about. Well, where the hell are the O linemen? Yeah, Go we, back to that. Where the hell are the safeties? Dude, we need to talk about Leron Landry. We do need to talk about Leron. Dudes, Landry. we have not talked about the incredible Burgundy bulk. <laughs> the incredible bull. The, bull. the latest he's Adam Archuleta. The latest David like Boston. He's going to show up somewhere because I don't think the Redskins are re-signing him. I wouldn't re-sign him after seeing that picture of him all built up. Like, yeah, I mean, we already talked about at great length about how dumb he is not to get surgery on his ankle or on his Achilles again because he wants to get it healed naturally instead of getting the bone spur. He thinks the bone spurs that keep shredding his Achilles are just going to magically disappear. Like some leprechaun's going to appear and just be like, oh, there they go. You know, it is Oh, St. there Patrick's they week. go. Oh, there they go. There, Kobe. Um, And the fact that he's so freaking built up. Remember, Adam Archuleta did this and it ended his career. David Boston, the receiver, That's did the this. Issue. This ended his career. He got transitioned to tight end because he lost his speed. He lost his agility. He lost his flexibility. They transitioned him to tight end, and he was out of the league within like two years because he couldn't stop working out. He got too big. It's an addiction. It is an addiction. It is an absolutely an addiction. You were right spot on, Aaron. And and I wouldn't touch Leron Landry right now if I were a team. I, I wouldn't even give him the time of day. That he might play for someone this year, I wouldn't be surprised. This is his last year in the NFL, All and, right. and I'll be very, I'll be very surprised if he makes any kind of significant contribution to any team. One because of the working out and the ridiculousness of his size, and two because the guy is dumb and he won't have surgery to do what everyone knows he needs to get done. What is wrong with him? I don't know, but I don't, I don't think either, he's coming but... back to the Redskins, and I don't. And uh, we'll see. And we what have Sean Mustard back there because we cut it away, like we said. All right. Hey, by the have, way, guys, so we need we, some um, safeties. We need some cornerbacks depth, and we need some offensive linemen. Yes. And we, we do. talked about the wide receiver thing. By the way, I just got a note here from Rich Tandler who said, "I believe they are done signing receivers." <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. At this I hope point, so too. I, ask, I, I ask Rich Tandler if he has heard if the trade for. The number two pick is approved. He would be the man. Yeah. The grandfather of Redskins blogs. So do we have anything else we need to talk about? Or can we save it to next week? Because I'm going to hit the button to start playing the end music. <laughs> Are you sure? Are right you sure? now. Thank you. Thank you for that. Ah, uh, yeah. All right, dudes. Let's give some shout outs. Give some shout-outs. Desmond C. Lee, David Lee, Legal Services. I got to give my shout-out to Will in Maryland, who called and left us another voicemail. He was pretty pumped about RG3. 
Uh, you guys are trying to win me over. It's 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 slow. It's a slow process. Nightwing nineteen. Uh, Tressa Lewis Clark. Aaron, what? you are in a hurry to finish up here. Full City Swag, Rich Tandler, Anthony Kelly II, David Heda, Ninja Death Stars, Mike JT67, Dina, Daily Grumbles, Burgundy Blog, PBPS, or PBS, Be Fiery, all the usual suspects out there. Thank you to David Lee Legal Services, our longtime benevolent sponsor, who also tweets at D. Lee Williams Burr. Back to you, Aaron. Hey, I got to give a shout out to Tim in Raleigh. I met Tim this past week, big, life, big lifelong Redskins fan. And I want to right give on, a sh- I want to give out a, a shout out to the Louisville Hogs, to who I found out watch every Redskins game at Wicks Pizza over in Louisville. Nice. Hopefully, I'll catch a game or two with you guys this year, dude. When you find groups like that at this point after twenty years of Super Bowl drought, true fans. Yep. Anyway, talk to you guys next week. Hopefully, all this crap will get sorted out with the cap space and London Fletcher will sign. This aggression will not stand, man. Hail to the Redskins, and if you see a Cowboys fan, Joker!